Galnet News Digest, 18th of December 3304. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, a new home for Zulu Romeo. Galaxy Chaos continues as space bugs sighted. Health Body gives thumbs up to Vitadine. Lave Radio Network left leaderless after vote of no confidence. A new home for Zulu Romeo. The Distant Worlds expedition of 3302 broke a record for the number of commanders who simultaneously crossed the galaxy. Three years later, that expedition is set to be dwarfed by its successor, Distant Worlds 2. While Distant Worlds had more than 900 commanders, DW2 already has well over 2,000 commanders signed up for the January 13 start date. A big plus for commanders travelling to Beagle Point this time will be the expedition's very own radio station. Distant Radio 3305 plans to be a worthy successor to WASP Radio, with news, views and interviews, updates on mission progress and lots of tastefully chosen music. The station is likely to become the hottest station on the other side of DESO. But it won't just be a voyage of discovery. Distant Worlds 2 plans to put its participants to work, constructing a new starport close to the galactic core, a central hub for exploration from which all corners of the galaxy will be equidistant. Of course, this new starport will also be an ideal visitor centre, for galactic tourists visiting the supermassive black hole that will one day consume the entire galaxy and everyone in it, making it vitally important that we get on with the search for the Stargate to another dimension, that is Raxler. In the meantime, visitors to Sagittarius A-Star will be encouraged to visit the gift shop. Galaxy Chaos continues as space bugs sighted. Since that exceptional day a week ago, when there were no wars anywhere in the entire galaxy, strange effects have been widely experienced, leading some to speculate about alien mind control. The strange phenomena that have been reported include the Zurara and other megaships appearing to be cloaked using some kind of advanced technology and only becoming visible when the neighbouring planet is scanned. Some megaships that were previously at rest are now travelling so fast they can't be reached before they disappear over the event horizon. It's possible to drop onto a surface tourist beacon directly from supercruise with no need to go through all that tedious planetary approach stage. Conversely, wingman navlocks appear to be malfunctioning, with wingmen dropping out tens of megameters from the beacon. Commanders experience time stopping around them. They might be in the middle of a hyperspace jump, in supercruise, or just driving around in their SRV when everything stops dead for up to two minutes at a time. And the political situation is highly volatile, with some factions expanding uncontrollably, while others lose uncontested wars. All of these issues plus the complete lack of Thargoid incursion in 63G Capricorni, 
and coupled with the proliferation of new buttons in the cockpit, making ships unflyable by anyone with fewer than eight tentacles, suggests possible new tactics by our alien enemy. Commanders are requested to report any sightings of space bugs to the Pilots' Federation. Health Body gives thumbs up to Vitadine. Meta-alloys for the human body are a step closer today after the Interstellar Health Organization confirmed the effectiveness of Vitadine's nanomeds. These nanomeds live inside the host's body, repairing and improving from within. When they go into general circulation, life expectancy is likely to rise by 50 years, and quality of life during this extended lifespan is expected to be greatly improved, with injury and disease a thing of the past. The only question in the IHO report is how Professor Catrian Rook could have invented this miracle drug in what Vox Galactica describes as an act of genius. The IHO is conducting its own tests with patients, but these are expected to be a formality. Nanomeds could be on the shelves in a matter of weeks. Lave Radio Network left leaderless after vote of no confidence. Factional infighting has left the Lave system in chaos this week. The Lave Radio Network Squadron has an unusual organisational structure, whereby the directors and CEOs have as their supreme leader a second technician specialising in vending machines. The squadron was created by the Lave Radio Head of Safety, Aide Levice, who then stepped aside to allow a shadowy figure known as Commander Lave Radio to take control. However, at the very moment of handover, the people of Lave, in the form of Commander Jacob Rees Whoever, had their say in a referendum and demoted the new second technician by two ranks down to director level. As the Lave Radio Network had not yet appointed any chief executive officers, and as the second technician's chair is now empty, the network is unable to appoint either a new second technician or any CEOs, meaning that unlike any other squadron in the galaxy, which have five ranks, the Lave Radio Network squadron has only three. The Pilots' Federation has so far declined to put matters right, partly because they're worried about letting anyone from Lave Radio Network near sharp implements like the second technician's tools and partly because they've been laughing too much to respond to the anguished pleas for help. The head of the AEDC, who might have been expected to capitalise on the chaos in Lave, is said to be too busy on his allotment, growing prize space pumpkins. And that's this week's Gallant News. Gallant News, we read the news so you don't have to.